Welcome. We trust you will be encouraged by this message from Mahesh Chavda by Chavda Ministries International. Real love, real people, real power. This is Constitution Day. This is, I don't know why it has come really like, this has not been emphasized before somehow. I am glad that in this hour, I don't know, I don't think it's by accident that the Lord seemed to bring to the surface the fact this has been always a day to recognize the unique constitution that we have. And from what I understand, almost every government on earth tries to have a constitution, but a lot of them are really pretend uh, like I doubt what kind of constitution Venezuela has. Or years before about Iraq, before we went in there, um, every government tries to have some kind of constitution. But this, our constitution was modeled on the Word of God. And uh, they will ask, you know, one of the simple questions that ask, if you have studied the U.S. history is, and what kind of model, what kind of government we have three, we have three branches, the legislative, the executive, and the judicial. And that they, they watch over each other and make sure they don't get out of balance. And, but all of this has been based on the model that we have in Scripture. And that's, I think it would be good for us to have a, something in our spirit that reflects the ultimate freedoms we have the Constitution that is our ultimate model. And I would point to Revelations chapter 4 and chapter 5. So just for a moment, let's look at these scriptures. It says in Revelations 4, verse 1 onwards, After these things I looked, and behold, a door standing open in heaven. So we're talking about heavenly things. I look, and often in the Word of God, you look looking, which means you, with every sensibility you have, with both eyes, with both ears open, and... Uh, using every sense you have to discern heavenly things. And in this, we have John, the revelator, seeing a door open in heaven. So where is the door opening to? Heaven. And you are seeing glorious things, amazing things, miraculous things. 
And it says, And the first voice which I heard was like a trumpet speaking with me. And in this also we want to understand that the trumpet, the voice sounds like a trumpet. It's the shofar. A voice supernatural speaking with me saying, Come up here and I will show you things which must take place after this. So he's being invited to go somewhere and it's up. Immediately I was in the spirit. Behold a throne. So it, it's when we are in the spirit that we can see it. It's not natural eyes, but spiritual eyes. And I was seeing and behold a throne set in heaven. So this throne is a heavenly throne. And one sat on the throne. And the one who's sitting on the throne, God the Father. And he, he who sat there was like a jasper and a sardis stone in appearance. And there was a rainbow around the throne in appearance like an emerald. So he's trying to, his best to convey to us the sense and it's, it's really is a challenging thing you find in the Bible <clears throat> where the prophetic, when there are great people who have been assigned to tell us something about the heavenly thing, that they do their best to convey to us what they are saying. It's <clears throat> quite challenging to put in terms that are congruent to human language what you're seeing in the supernatural. But it is good for us. It is important that we meditate and get a little inkling, get the spirit behind what John the Revelator is seeing. There was a rainbow around the throne in appearance like an emerald. Around the throne were 24 thrones. And on the thrones I saw 24 elders sitting. So there is a government that's a heavenly government. 24 thrones, 24 elders sitting, clothed in white robes, and they had crowns of gold on their heads. And from the throne proceeded lightnings, thunderings, and voices. Seven lamps of fire were burning before the throne, which are the seven spirits of God. And it gets, gets deeper and more amazing and awesome. Uh, and before the throne, there was a sea of glass, like crystal. And in the midst of the throne, and around the throne were four living creatures full of eyes in front and in back. Talk about it more and more, getting deeper and deeper. Uh, and it says then, the first living creature was like a lion. The second living creature was like a calf. And the third living creature had a face like a man. And the fourth living creature was like a flying eagle. You could see him struggling, trying to, Put this into human words. 
the four living creatures, each having six wings, were full of eyes around and within. And they do not rest day or night, saying that, and it is, again, for me, I cannot comprehend that this goes on and on and on and on. They do not quit. They do not rest day or night. And what is the anthem? They are saying there is an anthem. Holy, 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 Lord God Almighty, who was and is and is to come. So this is vibrant. This is alive. This is happening and continues to happen. And whenever the living creatures give glory and honor and thanks to him who sits on the throne. So here we have somewhat of a model. Someone asks, what are you doing? What you guys have been singing glory to God and praising him and thanking him. Well, we have a a model. This is one of the models that we are reflecting because the amazing supernatural creatures, the four living creatures do not rest, but saying, day or night, holy, 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 there is an anthem. Lord God Almighty who was and is and is to come. And if we pick it up, this is transforming I would refer back to 2 Corinthians 3 where it says, looking as in a mirror, the glory of the Lord, you are being transformed from glory to glory. So look at this and see, I mean, the, as we start meditating and in the spirit hearing, that is, this is going to transform you. Because this is some kind of living symphony that is supernatural. It's not regular. I mean, even if the best orchestra you go or some of the best musicians on earth playing. Uh, I was talking about two, three days ago with our great friend, uh, Sabara Pereira and his beautiful wife, Courtney. And she uh, plays for, has played, and he still today plays for symphonies. And that she's hired by some of these great, from Houston. And right now she was playing, I think, I forgot right now, uh, but she, she was away um, playing for a symphony. But even these, they're wonderful, committed musicians. Now, I've met from time to time some amazing musicians, but there's, there's nothing like them. I mean, they, they attempt, but this is supernatural that, that, that penetrates us. And here they're saying they do not rest saying, holy, 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 Lord God Almighty, who was, is, and is to come. I believe that you, if you get to be around that, that it'll be transforming you.
And I believe even on earth as we do this, and as we have a pure heart towards the Lord, loving Him, loving His presence, loving the Spirit, that He will, every time we come, He will be transforming us. And it's here, it says, the 24 elders fall down before Him who sits on the throne and worship Him who lives forever and ever and cast their crowns before the throne, saying, You are worthy, O Lord, to receive glory and honor and power. For you created all things, and by your will they exist and were created. And this is the reflection as we today honor Constitution Day and and. We are in the season, this is a very special season. It's in the Lord, God recognizes this is a harvest season. And in Israel, this would be the season where they had already, usually, uh, have brought in the harvest, the fall harvest. And... They are celebrating. This is the time to celebrate and honor the God who has given the provision and the protection to them. And so they turn around and then reflect what the creatures are saying and what the elders are saying. You are worthy, O Lord, to receive glory and honor and power. For you created all things, and by your will they existed and were created. And this is the scenario we see in heaven. Now, this is the government of God. And this is from where we get the Constitution. And see the difference between the scenario we see from in the Senate or the House and how different it is from this, where they are bowing before God and the elders and all that. This is the government of God. This is where the Constitution comes from, our Constitution. You are worthy, O Lord, to receive glory and honor and power. And these are governmental words also. You, Lord, reflect glory and honor and power for you created all things and it's by the divine energy of God that he creates it's unique it's Satan no one can imitate but God God is the only one who can create to receive therefore you receive glory and honor and power for you created all things and by your will they exist and were created so we the origin is always the Lord God. Without him, we would not have life. And then, um, we go to the next chapter. And I saw in the right hand of him who sat on the throne a scroll written inside and on the back Sealed with seven seals. So the scroll is in the hand of him who sat on the throne. 
We see it's God the Father who has a scroll. And there are words inside and on the back. So it's both sides. There are words sealed with seven seals. Then I saw a strong angel proclaiming with a loud voice, Who is worthy to open the scroll and to loose its seals? And no one in heaven or on the earth or under the earth was able to open the scroll or to look at it. So I wept much because no one was found worthy to open and read the scroll or to look at it. So no one is worthy. This is a developing scenario. To open, to read the scroll and to look at it. But one of the elders said to me, do not weep. Behold the lion of the tribe of Judah, the root of David, has prevailed to open the scroll and to loose its seven seals. Remember, we rehearsed only a few days ago the prophetic revelation that John the Baptist gives as he sees Jesus. And he says, Behold the Lamb of God that takes away the sins of the whole world. And here, do not weep. Behold, the Lion of the tribe of Judah, the Root of David, has prevailed to open the scroll and to loose its seven seals. And I looked, and behold, in the midst of the throne, in the midst of the four living creatures, and in the midst of the elders, stood a lamb as though it had been slain, having seven horns and seven eyes, which are the seven spirits of God sent out into all the earth. So the seven horns are the ultimate the supreme authority, and the seven eyes. Behold, the lion of the tribe of Judah has done this. And you look, and I turn, and behold, it was, I stood, at, behold, I stood, there stood a lamb. So it is the supreme names of Jesus. And we are about to, in a few months, celebrate the birth of the baby that is really the Lamb of God. Behold, the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the whole world. But he's also, he has been exalted about every name on earth. And every knee bows, every tongue confesses. So we are seeing here the revelation of the lion and the lamb, and it's the same person. It's Jesus, the lion of the tribe of Judah, and the lamb of God. And I looked, and behold, in the midst of the throne, and of the four living creatures, and in the midst of the elders stood a lamb as though it had been slain, having seven horns, seven eyes, which are the seven spirits of God, sent out into all the earth, then he came, and that's Jesus, and took the scroll out of the right hand of him who sat on the throne. So he has, 
he was the only one who had the supreme authority. Now when he had taken the scroll, the four living creatures and the 24 elders fell down before the Lamb, each having a harp and golden bowls full of incense, which are the prayers of the saints. So what we are doing here, it's going up in there into the containers. He takes the scrolls, and there are the four living creatures, the 24 elders, worshiping, fell down before him, each having a harp and golden bowls full of incense, which are the prayers of the saints. That is so amazing and astounding, and it should fill you with joy that you are in a continuum of just most amazing heavenly government taking place right now. And, uh, and they sang a new song saying, you are worthy to take the scroll and to open its seals for you were slain and have redeemed us to God by your blood. So we see the significance, the amazing power of the blood of Jesus. So this, that all great song, there is power, power, wonder-working power in the blood of the Lamb. You have redeemed us to God by your blood. Say, by your blood. So you have been, each of us, you have been redeemed by this supreme, amazing, awesome uh, element, the blood of Jesus. No one, no one, no entity can stand against the power of the blood. That blood has spoken, that it, it has forgiven you and given you eternal life. And that will follow you, its authority, its power, in eternity. And it should give you, by the power of the government in heaven, you have an eternal identity. And this is a little bit of the scenario that has taken place and is taking place. You are worthy to take the scroll to open its seals, for you were slain, have redeemed us to God by your blood. So we say that sometimes as we take communion. We have been redeemed by the blood. Here it is. It's confirming out of every tribe and tongue and people and nation, Whatever your background, the blood is the one that saved you, washed you, redeemed you. And your identity has changed. This is where the governmental declaration of heaven. You are a king and a priest by the supreme authority. Your identity, I'm a king. Say, I'm a king and a priest. To our God. And we shall reign on the earth. And then I looked and I heard the voice of many angels around the throne, the living creatures and the elders. And the number of them was 10,000 times 10,000 and thousands of thousands to infinity. 
saying with a loud voice, Worthy is the Lamb who was slain to receive power and riches and wisdom and strength and honor and glory and blessing. To receive power, riches, wisdom, strength, honor, glory, blessing. It's a sevenfold impartation in every creature which is in heaven and on the earth and under the earth and such as are in the sea. And all that are in them are heard saying, Blessing and honor and glory and power be to him who sits on the throne and to the Lamb forever and ever. So this is, here we rehearse, the Lion of the tribe of Judah. Behold the Lion of the tribe of Judah. And I looked and saw the lamb that was freshly slain. So, by the way, one of the reasons it talks about the lamb freshly slain is the blood is still dripping. It's eternal blood that is washing you and has washed you and will always redeem you. No one can stand against the authority, awesomeness of the blood that has redeemed you. And I heard the heavenly voice, every creature is in heaven, earth, under the earth, saying, blessing and honor, glory and power be to him who sits on the throne and to the Lamb forever and ever. Then the four living creatures said, Amen. And the sense in the Greek is, keep on saying, Amen, Amen, Amen. And the 24 elders fell down and worshipped him who lives forever and ever. I think we should, every week at least, you should read it this out loud and, and practice it because this is the scenario that's happening in heaven that confirms, talk about Constitution Day, this is the authority of heaven that's beyond any kind of authority that has redeemed you and made you kings and priests. So part of our amazing privilege for us, and it's when you get into Revelations 4 and 5, we, we can realize a little bit what a privilege it is, what a great chance it is that we have the opportunity of getting together and worshiping him who is worthy. That he deserves, and in fact, you can't praise him enough and thank him enough as we get a little bit of the perception. And I'm so glad that John the Revelator was allowed to behold and say this to us. And it's a <laughs> conclusion. Then the four living creatures said, Amen. Amen, amen, amen. And the 24 elders fell down, worshipped him who lives forever and ever. So, the supreme authority. We are on earth, but we are heavenly creatures, heavenly beings also. You are all, already, you have been redeemed by the blood of the Lamb. You are part of the eternal scenario with the living creatures, the elders, 
there is an amazing symphony of glory that's taking place. And we are on Constitution Day. I want to look up and behold. This is what is controlling. What is the controlling authority? Well, we see the controlling authority. The Father, the Son, and the sevenfold Holy Spirit. Father, Son, Holy Spirit. That's our Constitution Day revelation. And I want to say, in that context, then again, of course, this is, uh, I want to put us in context that uh, the we are, this is September 17th, and in three days, we'll be in the the word that tells us in Leviticus 23 and verse 33 says, And the Lord spoke unto Moses, saying, Speak unto the children of Israel, saying, The fifteenth day of this seventh month shall be the feast of tabernacles for seven days unto the Lord. So it's the Lord who has spoken and given these instructions. Fifteenth day of the seventh month shall be the Feast of Tabernacles. And that's happening in reality on, uh, in three days. Um, it shall be unto you a Sabbath of rest, and you shall afflict your souls in the ninth day of the month. At even, from even unto even shall you celebrate your Sabbaths. And the Lord spoke unto Moses, saying, Speak unto the children of Israel, saying, The fifteenth day of this seventh month shall be the Feast of Tabernacles for seven days unto the Lord. On the first day shall be a holy convocation. You shall do no servile work therein. Seven days you shall offer an offering made by fire. Now, in the coming days I'll remind you of this. Seven days you shall offer an offering every day made by fire unto the Lord on the eighth day. And many, many times, Barney and I had the privilege of being in Israel when they celebrated this. And that would be, on the eighth day, that would be this day, Simcha Torah, the joy of getting the word of God. Um, and you shall offer an offering made by fire unto the Lord. The, you find the, the repetition of it is very meaningful to the Lord for us to participate in this scenario with an offering. It is a solemn assembly, and you shall do no servile work therein. These are the feasts of the Lord, which you shall proclaim to be holy convocations, to offer an offering made by fire unto the Lord, a burnt offering and a meat offering and a sacrifice and drink offerings, everything upon his day. Beside the Sabbaths of the Lord, and beside your gifts, and beside all your vows, and beside all your free will offerings, which you give unto the Lord. And in the fifteenth day of the seventh month, when you have gathered all in the fruit of the land, you shall keep a feast unto the Lord. Seven days on the first day shall be a Sabbath, on the eighth day shall be a Sabbath. 
So we are approaching now what we have already celebrated, the Rosh Hashanah, the New Year here, the Hebrews. And then last, this last week, we have celebrated or honored Yom Kippur, the Day of Atonement. So this is all comes around the, the awesome celebration of the atoning work of Jesus Christ himself. And, uh, and the Lord said, now this, this is also called Sukkot, or tabernacles, or um, that's boots. This is called the Feast of Boots. So they made um, invitation. This is still a few days away. But then they, they start honoring what for 40 years they were protected. Even <clears throat> they were taken out of Egypt by the Spirit of the Lord under Moses' human care, but it was the Spirit of God with the uh, fire by night and the cloud by day. But they were supernaturally protected day or night. And protect and not only protection, but provision. Say provision. Protection. So supernatural. It was they could look through the booths of the tabernacles and see the amazing supernatural light of the glory with them. And this is the same Lord that's over us. We are now in the covenant. The old covenant was, this was as God led them out of Egypt. They were no longer slaves. They were free. And we have been redeemed by the blood of Jesus. And so it's, I saw in these revelations four and five, the amazing glory of the Lord, of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. And that there is ultimate and often, I mean, supreme joy in heaven because Jesus is ruling. He is the ultimate ruler. And the church gathers around, and you see in the scenario in Revelation 5, how we, the part of the example for us is that every creature is singing and worshiping glory to Jesus Christ and that Jesus is worthy. For us, it is an affirmation, again, for us. And once you see this, you feel sorry for those who don't get to see uh, I remember there was an interview, I remember, way back, many years ago. There was a heart doctor, heart surgeon, when the first, several years ago, uh, they had not, the science had not advanced until just a few years ago when they could go into the heart and do heart surgery. It was an amazing thing. When now it's done routine, but at that time when they first were doing it, was really something else to be able to go into the heart itself while it's beating 
and keeping that person alive and being able to do what needed to be do to repair the heart tissue. And uh, there was a heart doctor in uh, Lubbock, Texas, when I was way back, starting as a pastor many years ago, but knew about this because he, he did surgery on one of the young uh, children uh, over there that I knew about. And, uh, but he is, if you could, didn't find him in his office, he would be, usually be found, not too many people knew, but he would, you would be finding him. Not, about a half a block away was an Anglican church, and they'd given him permission to play. Whenever he wanted, he would come and play the organ. And that was, he said, I do this to earn a living, or I, this is part of my um, ability to do heart surgery. But my chief pleasure in life is to play the praises of the living God. So they would find him, it's just a human story, I mean, this was for real, that he would be found there playing the um, organ. He loved it, and that was his supreme joy to play the organ, praising God. So anyway, it is our privilege, therefore, to have whatever ability we have to sing as, out loud as much as we can, but we see the heavenly scenario is worship and praise and thanksgiving to our living God that we can, it is praise God we can come often and thank the Lord and talk about his awesome wonders and look at about him, look and get revelations about him in the word of God. But there is a vibration that you are involved in that fills you up, that your cup runs over with the blessing of God as you thank him, worship him. And so it is a joy for us. Lord, we thank you. The four living creatures are saying amen and amen. And... And I heard the voice in heaven saying blessing and honor and glory and power be to him who sits on the throne and to the Lamb forever and ever and ever and ever and ever. Thank you, Lord. And then I heard thousands upon thousands upon thousands saying with a loud voice, Worthy is the Lamb who was slain to receive power and riches and wisdom, and strength, and honor, and glory, and blessing. Glory to God. We hope you enjoyed this message. To order more great resources by Mahesh Javda, visit us at javdaministries.org. For a full catalog of our products, you can call us at 1-800-730-6264. God bless you.